Sustainable Journalism Preserving the Fourth Estate. This is a special edition of the Perception Podcast. This episode features a conversation with Jessica Anturas, a New Mexico First panelist and news director for the USA Today's presence in Southeast New Mexico. New Mexico and the nation rely on a free press consisting of a highly qualified, fair, smart, and rigorous workforce of journalists. Across the country, citizens worry about perceived news bias and want accurate, dependable media coverage to inform their personal, economic, and voting decisions. This is Tom Garrity with the Garrity Group Public Relations in Albuquerque. As a part of our preview of the New Mexico First Forum, Sustainable Journalism and Preserving the Fourth Estate, I'm joined by Jessica Ansuras, who is the news director for the USA Today Network of Properties in Southeast New Mexico. Her newspapers include the Carlsbad Current Argus, Alamogordo Daily News, and Rudoso News. Uh, Jessica's specific experience includes education, government, and data reporting. Welcome, Jessica. Thank you for having me. You bet. We're thrilled to have you as a part of the New Mexico First panel. Uh, please share for a little bit more about your journalism background, if you could. So I took up journalism uh, in college as a student journalist at Eastern New Mexico University. Um, I did everything that a student journalist should do, and it just made me love journalism more. But um, I thought politics would be the path for me going forward. So I took a break from journalism, um, and I was in on the East Coast for, for a few years. But when I came back to New Mexico, um, the first place I started looking was the Current Argus, which is my hometown newspaper. I love the idea of being able to serve the community that I grew up in with journalism. So I started as a beat reporter and it was crime and courts. Uh, That's the beat that they gave to the rookies here. And it was really trial by fire. But I think that uh, anybody who who does journalism understands that if you can make it through that trial, you'll be in love with this profession for life. That's fantastic. So tell me then, why is it that you're passionate about journalism? Why this path? One of the things I discovered um, as a young reporter was that I really loved talking to people. I love this idea of a story coming from each person. They each have their own unique perspective, their own thoughts on current day issues. Um, They have these ideas about what their community could and should be. And journalism is just one way to express that and taking in everything that's happening nationwide, worldwide, and bringing it back down to a community level just really has become a passion for me. Connecting who we are every day with what's happening around us is is vitally important, not only for the people who live in rural communities like Carlsbad and Alamogordo and Riodoso, but also to contribute to the larger national um, conversation. Well, in fact, that's a good segue because the New Mexico First Conversation is really going to be focusing on a free press. And so uh, explain to our listeners why a free press is so important. Wow, that's a tough question. But I think it goes back to the roots of journalism, which is our mission is information and make it available um, to to our public, free of bias, free of influence. Uh, And this information is meant to help them develop smart decisions 
and their everyday lives and when they go to the polls and when they talk to their uh, government representatives. So a free press is vitally important because it does that one thing that perhaps people are too busy to do today or have and that's that's in form. So sometimes too much information is at the fingertips. So they're looking for really what is it uh, that I need to know to be um, smart and informed and talk to my peers and talk to the representatives uh, in my government uh, and to really make decisions that are that are good for me and for my family. So a free press contributes to that in, I think, a way that no other institution does. That's great. Um, you know, there's a lot of misperceptions about the news media. Um, what would you say is the num- the biggest misperception that you face out there uh, as being a journalist uh, reporter? Well, <laughs> you might have to edit this down. Um, so the, the interesting thing that I found is that the national conversation has come back down to a role level. And so when people look at the the, nas- the news media nationally, um, you hear a lot of terms like the left, liberals, um, and that's, we're not immune from that here either. So I would think that the largest misconception that we face currently, especially in, in my newsrooms, is this idea that we are not community-based uh, journalists anymore. And that's absolutely untrue. Uh, My reporters live and work in the communities that they report on. Uh, So what we find is the most difficult thing to overcome is this idea that we are separate from the communities that we're covering, that we're separate from the issues uh, that affect our communities. Um, So when we, you know, it's, it's a really tough thing to go online and to see when we share stories that some of the comments just, you know, commenters jump right in and say, oh, a leftist media, uh, biased media, um, Trump haters, uh, fake news, um, all of these, all of these terms that are circulating nationally are really coming to settle home. And one of the things that we try to really overcome the biggest misperception, as you call it, is that idea that we're not uh, living and serving in the communities where we report. Well, and that bar for you, I would think, is just all much more higher than other media in the state because uh, even though you represent uh, you know, classic banners like the Carlsbad Current Argus, Alamogordo Daily News, and the Rudoso News, uh, you still have that overarching umbrella of USA Today. And people immediately, that's the brand recognition that sometimes – uh, readers or just media consumers will latch on to. Um, is there any way to really get around that from the get-go to convince them that, hey, we really are community-based? One of the primary messages that we we strive to let our readers know every day is, um, yeah, well, yes, to answer your question, yes. But one of the, the primary messages that we try to get out there is, though we might be corporately owned, that's Gannett, and associated with the USA Today network, all of the reporters have boots on the ground. So we are not touching you know, these larger USA Today pieces. We are really taking community news and reporting that. Uh, taking issues of import to our um, to our readers and using that to help develop content that informs them, um, hopefully delights them, um, that makes them start a conversation. So while it's tough to to 
overcome this idea that we are part of a, a large kind of machine, um, the, the best way that we've seen to do that is to really get our reporters out in the community shaking hands. People see their faces, recognize their names. Um, it's all about be, building relationships for us. Mm, that's good stuff. Uh, you know, and just kind of drilling down on that local boots on the ground kind of feel in Albuquerque, uh, you know, we're you know clearly getting a lot of news from the Albuquerque market, from the Santa Fe market. Uh, if you could just provide a, a couple of thoughts on what is making news in southeast New Mexico right now, what that perhaps, you know, media consumers in Albuquerque, Santa Fe might be oblivious to. I'm not sure oblivious, but economic development in Southeast and Southern New Mexico as a whole has become one of those issues that it's kind of overarching. Um, In Southeast New Mexico, we have a very vibrant oil and gas extraction industry. Um, And one of the, the... the things that we find as we're reporting on this industry is that there seems to be a, a disconnect um, from within our communities and those communities in northern New Mexico, essentially this idea that we are, you know, we're one state, but we feel very differently about how important this industry is to the future of our state. Um, so that's one portion of it. The second is that as New Mexico enters into um, a new administration, the idea of building our economic diversity has become um, a topic of conversation, right? Do we continue to embrace um, oil and gas and what it can do for us? Uh, Are we exploring new energies? Are we doing the best we can to bring in new industries? Um, Southern New Mexico, southeastern New Mexico, I think, feels that we have these huge opportunities to kind of um, create jobs, uh, to create diversity, to um, stimulate the rest of the state's economy if given the chance. So while we see that northern New Mexico is maybe the the larger papers up there are focusing on things like politics, politics. larger national questions. We're really trying to explore the the idea in Southern New Mexico of what can we do for the rest of the state. That's great. Yeah, the New Mexico First Forum is scheduled to occur on June 6th, 5.30 p.m. in Albuquerque at the University of New Mexico. Tickets can be purchased through nmfirst.org, newmexicofirst.org. Um, Jessica, why should listeners of this podcast consider attending this very important event? Even if you are not a journalist or have just a slight interest in news, this is a great way, I think, to, number one, get to know the names and faces in in journalism in the state of New Mexico. But also what I think is the biggest draw is that idea of media literacy. You know, you can learn to love the news by learning how it's done and who does it and the ethics and the guidelines that we each follow. And it's just a great way to engage with those people who are attempting to inform you every day. So I hope that uh, readers do come come down and and listen in and ask questions. Join us. Outstanding. That would be a great day. So uh, we're looking forward to it. Jessica Consuelos with the USA Today Network for Media. Thank you so much for your time today. If people wanted to connect with you through uh, either Twitter, email, website, what's the best way for them to do that? They can find me at Twitter at Just Great. That's J-U-S-S, great. Or on Facebook at Jessica Ansudis. 
This concludes the Perception Podcast. Thank you for listening. This is Tom Garrity. Links to learn more about the event and our guest can be found in the show notes. Be sure to visit aboutperception.com for more podcasts just like this. Thank you.